association with Autumn O, the blog about everything. I'm your host, Autumn Owens, and this is the fourth episode. recording again this feels so like nostalgic it feels warm (laughs) it feels crazy I truthfully didn't think that I would resume podcasting but here I am both a lot and nothing much has changed since the last episode we have a few like I don't know if you would say company changes because we're not a company but we have a few I don't even know we just have a few changes Initially, when I was doing the podcast, it was just the podcast by itself. However, I relaunched my blog, Autumn O, where I talk about self-care tips, mental health tips, my thoughts on particular social um, issues, as well as my own personal experiences and life experiences and things like that. That's new. Um, I recently, I'm used to doing my blog on this website called Webnode. However, I changed over to Wix, which has so many more features and it's much more flexible. So I decided to resume the podcast because it has a particular app that I can add to the website where I can host the podcast as well as my other posts, which is super, super convenient. So I found that out today and I, I just had to bring it back, you know, like I just had to do it. So it feels so good to be back and I definitely had to do an episode because I miss talking to you guys. Like doing this was such an amazing thing and it felt so good to do. So I'm glad that I can be back. I'm glad that you guys could continue listening and I'm excited to see what happens later down the line. So back to talking about the blog, I've included a 2020 year wrap up section. So as time goes by, basically until the month ends, I'll be talking about my top 20 songs, my top restaurants of the year, my favorite movies of the year, just 20, 20, 20, just everything, just everything 20, everything just wrapping up the year. On the website right now, there's a post called 15 Ways to Prepare for the New Year. And that post goes through different ways that we can prepare ourselves for growth and maturity and the things that come with a fresh start when we have a new year. I feel like that's the best way to look at a year instead of just saying, oh, like we just went through another 12 months of whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like that's our time to take inventory. You know, it's like a checkpoint. Like if you haven't been looking at the things in your life throughout the year, this is the time to take inventory and evaluate the things that are happening in your life and the people that are in your life and decide what those things mean to you and how meaningful they are and what you got to get rid of. And with that being said, there were a few topics that I addressed in that post that I wanted to expand on a little bit more because of their importance. Those topics are letting go of situations you can't control, improving yourself, evaluating the people in your lives, and validating your own emotions. All of these things are things that should be done throughout the year and shouldn't be neglected. And I feel the more that we expand on them and pay attention to them, and the more that we emphasize the fact that it has to be practiced throughout our daily lives, throughout our everyday lives, the more it'll come naturally. And by the time the end of the year comes, all we have to do is fine tune it a little bit as opposed to introducing it to our new routine. The first topic that I wanted to bring up was letting go of situations that we can't control. I feel like this is something that we all struggle with, including myself, mainly because we're so used to 
being the main character in our lives. And as a main character, you expect to be able to control different aspects such as opportunities or the people you encounter or things that you just feel like you want to do. And sometimes that isn't always the case, especially while we were and currently are in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, I think this is something that people have been talking about since, what, March? The fact that it's not that we can't go outside, it's the fact that we don't have the option to. And I think that that's what a lot of people are just dealing with is not being able to do things on their own accord. And to tie that into a yearly kind of thing and like a yearly wrap up kind of thing, it's like we go through the year and sometimes we encounter situations that are so freaking tough. And we're like, well, what if I would have done this? Would it have been different? Or what if I could have done this? And it's like, maybe it would have been different. Maybe it wouldn't have been. But the, the main thing that matters is the fact that it happened and there's nothing that we can do about it. And that's something that we just have no control over. We don't have control over people's reactions. We don't have control over the outcomes of situations. The only thing that we have control over is ourselves and the way that we indulge in conversation, the way that we react to people's reactions. And we take all of those things and we try our best. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're trying your best, whatever the outcome is or whatever that thing that you can't control is, you can leave knowing that you did the best that you could to get the better outcome or the better situation in the end. And that's what matters. So letting go of things that we have no control over is so important to our growth because once we recognize that and once we accept the fact that some things we just can't control, that I feel like we'll be much happier beings and much more content with the way that we live our lives and the way that we experience new things. The next topic that I wanted to talk about was improving ourselves. Now in the post, I particularly say, jot down ways that you feel like you can improve yourself. And I feel that doing something like this is like the best way to enhance our self-awareness. Thinking of ways to improve yourself also takes a lot of line drawing. I feel that when people try to pick out the things that they can improve or or make better within themselves they kind of go into like being critical about themselves and there's a line you know what I mean like it's one thing to say I have a tendency to react quickly or get frustrated when someone points out something that they didn't like that I did and you can point that out to yourself and say I'm going to work on being more receptive and work on my communication skills that's healthy but to say I'm too emotional when people do things to me like I get upset too much and and I feel like things like that take away from your personality and if you're an emotional person that's okay and to invalidate your feelings for the for this comfortability of others isn't fair to you so that's that takes a lot of line drawing it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of just knowing what it truly needs to not even be fixed because we're not broken but identifying what needs to be adjusted and what has the potential to grow and get better is way more health it's way healthier because more health more healthy is not a thing it's much healthier than just being super critical of ourselves and and just pointing out the negative things or things that we perceive as negativity when they're literally just aspects of our personality we can't be so harsh to ourselves when trying to when trying to enforce growth within ourselves it's not fair and we deserve all fairness now for this point i wanted to read specifically what i wrote from the post because i feel like i kind of took the words out of my own mouth but i want to read what i wrote and then expand on it a bit 
So this one is evaluating the people in your life and decide who brings value to it and who doesn't. I wrote, taking inventory of the people in our lives is important because the company we keep is a reflection of ourselves. Find the people in your life who do more taking than offering, both mentally and emotionally, and devise a plan to amicably remove them from your life. This is a pretty big one, and the thing that I said in the actual post that stuck out to me a lot is the people that we keep in our lives are a reflection of ourselves. And not in a way where it's like if we recognize that there are people in our lives that are taking from us and are mentally and emotionally draining us, where those people. I mean that in a way where if I'm walking around life and I'm like, I feel defeated and I'm tired emotionally and I'm exhausted mentally and I feel like I can't get any peace, the people in my life may be a cause of that. You know, when you exclude you know, the individual things that you may be going through. When you look at the people in your life who are there to support you and you feel like you don't have that, that's a reflection of what's happening to you and what you're looking like. I feel that sometimes it's really hard, you know, especially when you you love people. The people in our lives, we care about them a lot and we, we love them and we more often than not just believe that it's reciprocal you know i don't think i've ever had anyone in my well i can't say that i don't think i immediately knew when someone in my life was toxic or emotionally draining or mentally draining and sometimes they don't even know that some people don't know that though don't recognize that they're putting in a lot less than they're getting and they get so comfortable in receiving those things that they don't feel it's necessary to give care or give love or give tenderness like none of that to the people that they're in relationship with both friendships romantic wise familial wise all of that like that's really important people that are draining your emotions and draining your mental can be exhausting and the sooner you remove them from your lives the sooner you can continue on with your growth And when you recognize that this person is that kind of person, you know, that toxic kind of person or that frustrating or that draining kind of person, it doesn't have to be a situation where it's like, stay away from me. I never want to talk to you again. I hate you. You're bad for me because, you know, what good does that do? I say that that's room for a conversation and that's room to either draw boundaries or say, hey, you know, I have so much love for you and I wish you nothing but the best, but I feel like our relationship should be severed or I feel like our relationship could use a break, whatever you feel, but I don't feel like these are grounds to create unnecessary drama or create unnecessary beef or what have you, you know, it's, it can literally just be a opportunity to have a conversation and even help that person recognize themselves. The same way we were just talking about improving ourselves and recognizing flaws within us that we can improve we can help other people get to those points. And you do that with a conversation when you recognize that they have a flaw within them that has an effect on you. The next topic and the last topic that I'd like to address is validating our own emotions. Now, when I say that, I mean allowing yourself to feel. When you don't allow yourself to feel, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to heal. If I can't see within myself that something is hurting my feelings or something is making me sad, then I can't take the necessary steps to make myself feel better or do the things that I can to put myself in a better situation. And I feel like that ties a lot into letting go of situations that we can't control, which is the first point. Once I recognize that my feelings are hurt or something happened that I didn't want to happen and it hurt my feelings, 
I'm able to let go of that situation and understand that I didn't have control over that and I can heal. You know, when you rob yourself of that opportunity, you're keeping all of these emotions bottled up and you're telling yourself to be strong and you're trying to keep a brave face and tell people that everything is okay and it's not. And it's okay to not be okay. And once we recognize that in ourselves, I think everyone will be able to be more vulnerable with each other because we're being self-aware and we're understanding the things that hurt our feelings and we're communicating those things. So when you validate your emotions, it's not just to say, yeah, I'm sad. No, it's to, it's to heal and to go through that sadness and make sense of it. So once you do that for you, you can either show someone else how to do it or you make other people or the person or, or the thing that made you upset better understand what the problem is and then you can have that resolution but without recognizing those emotions none of that can happen all in all i think when you take the topics that i discussed in this episode and jumble them all up into a couple a couple words you can just say that they all contribute to a better us they make us better people and they teach us self-awareness and they teach us communication skills and they teach us tolerance And I think those are the best things that you can have when you're trying to grow as a person, when you're trying to understand who you are and understand the people around you. And once you do both of those things, then you can live a better life because you're no longer holding anything in and you're better able to communicate and the stuff that you keep to yourself, you're able to deal with them better. And that's all I have for you today. I thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be making these episodes again. Please feel free, now that this is on the website, to leave any comments, DM me with any comments, or anything. I just, I love you guys so much, and I just have so much gratitude for you all for listening and, you know, giving this podcast any kind of love. I thank you guys so much. I wish you all... A Merry Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I look forward to recording for you guys soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye.